Welcome, everybody, in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. While this episode is being released, I am still on vacation, guys. I am, well, actually, I'm probably back from vacation at this point, but I'm just relaxing. But, yeah, I imagine that the Outer Banks of North Carolina was fun. I don't know. I've never been there before. But we'll see. We'll see how it's going. If you are new to the show... The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, local artists, painters, poets, beyond and beyond the, the, the realm. A bunch of interesting people and reviewers. We even have reviewers. A little bit later, we will have our first ever edition of Robert Reviews Fruit. You don't want to miss that. And I'm not talking he's reviewing like grocery stores or specific farms. He's reviewing fruit, baby. No fruit is left unturned. <laughs> no fruit is left unturned. And then later on, uh, later in the show, we'll also be joined by Harmony Drone, an electronic music enthusiast. Get ready for that. But right now, we are joined by an old friend of the show. This is you. Our, our relationship dates back to back when we were on Wayne Radio. That's how long. That's how long you've been. A fan, not, well, I don't know fan, but a friend of the show. I don't know what you do in your personal life. But your name is Nabur the Tiger. Rar. Rar. <laughs> what up? <laughs> how, how have you been? Uh, I've been straight. Nice. Smoking blunts. Smoking all the blunts. Uh, finished the album. Nice. Um, it has come. The day has come. Yeah. My, uh, my season is going to be approaching soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Playing a bunch of shows. Uh, I'm really excited for this Magic Stick show. Let's Magic get it. Magic Stick. It's going to be in a few days. In, Let's get it. Look, if you're not familiar Ooh. with Nabur the Tiger, he is a local Detroit rapper, hip hopman. And yeah. you know what? You're missing out. You're missing out if you haven't heard him. He's very fresh. Big Fox. Big Fox. <laughs> is that an ad lib? Is that your ad lib? Oh, nah, dude. That's just a shout out to Corrupt FM. Right on. Hell yeah. Do you have any ad libs? Nah, not really. Really? Like, I just, you got to have an ad lib. I mean, I just, I'm like, bitch. Or, <laughs> Great ad Or I'll just like laugh. Like, because mm-hmm. like something's funny to me. Or like what I'm about to rap is going to be funny. So, you know, in This Is America, they have like ad libs from a bunch of different, uh, uh, all b- bunch of different like rappers and stuff. If you were on that track, what would your, where would it be? Have You've listened to that song, right? Wait, Charles Gambino's "This Is America." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you, so, where would it be in the song, and what would your ad lib be? Probably when he starts shooting people, low key. I'll yeah. be like, <laughs> <laughs> like just for, I want, I want, I want one of my listeners to take that song and in the take that video, and anytime there's the gunshot, just take take Nibir the Tiger's. Uh, but I'll pull a designer. I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is how you Like <laughs> that's a great ad lib. Everyone replace every ad lib in that song with everything that the tiger just did. 
Oh man, so <laughs> so we, you've been on the show before, but for those who haven't heard, haven't listened to the past episodes, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what do you do, what makes you different, and uh, if you were to uh, fight a an an animal of any kind to the death, what would you fight? And it can't be like a squirrel. It's got to be something that like could put up a fight. Okay, bad. Um. Well, I'm a rapper mm-hmm. here from Metro Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 20 years old. 20 years young. 20 years young. Yep, <laughs> that's that's a fact. Uh, um, play a lot of shows. I'm a part of this uh, con- uh, <laughs> I was about to say country, but not it's this label. Part called, of this country music label. Uh, <laughs> label slash collective called VHS Country. Mm-hmm. That's where I got the slip up from. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I just I make a bunch of hip hop music. A lot of people fuck with it. I think I it's I pretty make, good, man. I just make music for me, low key, mm-hmm. and like that's pretty much it. And I'm glad people fuck with it. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what animal would you fight? Oh yeah, what animal would I fight? That's to a really the death. Good question. To the death. Um. And don't give me like a bear, a gorilla. Nah, nah. You would that's never basic win. As fuck. You would never win, and also it's easy. What would I fight to the death? Like, do I have weapons, or is it like a bear fist fight? Uh, no bears. No, like, a, like <laughs> I mean, like a bear. Like I, you I, get, I just like I just like I kill it with my bear. Uh, hands. You get any weapon that you can find, other than you, no knives, but any weapon you can find in your kitchen. Uh, also, say what weapon it is. Uh, also, animal. Maybe give me the animal for, for animal first, and then the weapon. What weapon? Well, okay, what weapons in my kitchen I would use? Like maybe not a weapon. It could be a blender. Plug it in. If it's like yeah, if you had a, if you had a small bird, <laughs> we're fighting like a hummingbird. Just plug it. It's like, push it. Maybe no birds. No no bird deaths. I, oh, I, I got this. I I I'd probably fight to the death with a dolphin. Whoa! I was not expecting that answer. What a why? Why? Because, bro, dolphins are cool. <laughs> why do you want to kill a dolphin, man? Because <laughs> I just go swim with the dolphin for a bit. If it fucks up and tries to kill me, like you know. See, I don't think it would. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. Dolphins are fucking crazy. Maybe. I guess I don't know that much about dolphins. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They 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 might be straight. They might be crazy. I don't know. But That's like, very true. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna front. Like, I can't really think of an animal that I really want to kill. Like, well, I'm, it's not that you want to kill them, but I'll, if you had to pick one I, to de- fight to the death, uh, it'd be a dolphin, yeah. I mean, like, I really, I just like like uh, what's an animal? What's oh. an asshole animal? <laughs> cats are assholes. Hell, well, you <laughs> I love a, cats, bro. I love cats too, man. Uh, they can be assholes though. Let's go with dolphin. What 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 utensil would you use? What what Pete something from your kitchen would you use to fight a dolphin to the death? Because I don't think you'd be able to fight a dolphin in the water. I don't know if you'd be able to get a dolphin. Dude, honestly, I use like a like a tray, a tree, like a cookie tray. No, like yeah, like a yeah, like a cooking tray. Cause like think about it, like say if I'm underwater mm-hmm. and he's trying to like come at me and shit, all I literally gotta do is just post, put that up. Yeah, yeah, he's obviously gonna fucking throw me back, but at least I can like curve. You got a shield. And, yeah, at yeah. least like I got a shield and I can like curve his ass. Redirect him. Yeah, like see, I'll, you're smart. I, I, and then I you could some bake him some cookies. It. Yeah, hopefully yeah, if he if he's cool. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. He's trying to kill me. 
Look, man, <laughs> if, if, if you're in the <laughs> water with a dolphin and he starts to kill you, you probably were not doing something you should have been doing. I mean, dude, like, honestly, the only thing I want to do is swim with a dolphin. That's the only thing I can really imagine myself doing. Like, maybe riding, like, grabbing, like, its uh, fin, its top fin. Mm-hmm. And the dorsal just, fin. Yeah, the dorsal fin. And just maybe, like, you know, him trying to, glo- like, swim. Maybe I accidentally grabbed the wrong spot. That's some <laughs> shit that does happen to me on the regular. You regularly like, grab the wrong spots not, of animals? Not even. Just, like, you know, like, say, like, uh, say if I pay some, say if, like, me and a bunch of homies are trying to go, like, swim with dolphins at, like, fucking SeaWorld or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, out of all my homies, it would be me that, like, somehow fuck up. Yep. Like, literally, I would listen to the instructions of the whoever's giving me the directions, and I'd do it to the fucking key, but I'd somehow end up getting fucked. Shove it up their cloaca. Like, like, I'd grab, like, oh, bro, horses, when you try to ride horses, i listen to that, to the fucking key. That shit fucking hurt. My nuts (laughs) were in pain, bro. Like, I fucking hate riding horses. Uh, Yeah, it's something to, what, what, were you riding a bareback, or? No, I had the saddle and everything. That shit fucking hurt. Yeah, man. Like that was like literally like you gotta, a karate you gotta, chop to my nuts. You got to tie your balls to your chest. I got to. Yeah. Honestly, that's the rule. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't tell you that part. I got uh, maybe my weenus. Yeah, tie your balls to your weenus. That seems like it'd be fun, dude. Look, because the bone will protect it. So tell me about this album that <laughs> 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 you're writing. Uh, it, it's been in the making for a minute. Yes. Yeah. I, I've been. Uh, I've been finished. I've been cooking it up for about two and a half years. Yeah, man. Um. Did you wipe everything off your SoundCloud again? I don't remember. I I, I thought I no yeah well okay after I deleted everything off my SoundCloud like I had um I had um right now I only have I only upload two tracks and Mm -hmm. like I'll only reblog like either my homies tracks my brother's tracks my DJ's tracks on my SoundCloud that's pretty much it the only two tracks I have out right now are Energy and uh, Bootleg right on um. The album, uh, I yeah, I just I was trying to. The reason why it took me a long time is because yes, it's my first album, and I want to make sure everything's like perfect with it. But like, I also wanted to make sure that like, because I wanted to tell a story to like actually like I want people to hear all my records as not like really as like a bunch of tracks in like one compiled like thing. I want people to like hear it and be like, okay, so this is what you're trying to say overall. So mm-hmm. this is what happened from, like, this period to this period. Like, I wanted to tell a story. And no matter what, like, you can hear, like, you know, part three to the story or part five or part seven. You can, like, literally hear my – you can start fucking with my music. I say after I – if if I blow up in the mainstream or whatever and be like, yeah, I fuck with this, like, this newest album. And you think it's my first album. But honestly, there's, like, four other parts to it, like – I want so like people can just hear it and just fuck with it, and then if they want to go and do their research, they can go and do their research, but they're not gonna get the full facts if they don't do it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still good music that everyone can just vibe out to. So, what is there like a theme to this album? Like, is yeah. it because I know that in like uh, in stuff you've released in the past, there's like it's like telling a story. Yeah, like, um, there's a theme. So I pretty much with why I wanted to do. Versus my old shit was instead of just make up shit, I'll just tell my fucking life story mm-hmm. the way I see it. Cause like I guess I like like I said earlier, a bunch of weird shit does happen to me, and like I'll just be chilling. I'm a chill man, but like <laughs> I mean I'm cool with it. Like I just like 
like I want to because everyone has their own perception of the world and their own views. So like I rather I think my view is kind of weird and funky that a lot of people would fuck with and Mm -hmm. think interesting. So if you want to hear some weird things about Detroit and what I got to say. Here it comes. Here it comes. Is there a name for this album and a release date? Uh, Insight. I'm not going to tell you when I'm dropping it because. uh, Then you're going to cut us to the date. Not even, I don't even have, well, on this, I mean, I have a date in mind, but like, it's, I have to talk to my, uh, this label, I'm trying to drop it through, I gotta call a bunch of people up, uh, I gotta, yeah, I can, there's like still like a few more things I have to do. It's coming. Yeah. Can you give but, me a time frame? September. September, ooh. Uh, and. August, maybe. September-ish. September, early September, mm-hmm. late August, maybe. And it's called Insight. Insight. Nice. And is this first, what is this first song uh, that you'll be showing us? Is this from the album? Um, <laughs> no. Oh, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll show, no. I'll, I'll save all that stuff as, um, I'll preview, I'll rap for you that one track later all right but, uh, we'll get there but uh that's not even gonna be on the album all the uh, everything that's on the album is gonna be secret besides like one track and okay. that's like rage with the six but like i so have like a, a taste. lot of, it's a yeah. taste of the style rage with the six is probably gonna be the one track everyone gets a taste of before hearing the project but right it's on. definitely like people think like my music is like a bunch of edm electronic like 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 Marsh DJ. Someone tried to tell me my shit was like, uh, they think my, my album's gonna sound like DJ Marshmallow or some shit, and I thought that was a fucking insult. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't even listen to that nigga. What? <laughs> so, um, it's about to be like some lo fi hip hop shit that no one's gonna really expect, and they're not, they're not gonna, they're gonna be shocked, and it's gonna be catchy and shocked hopefully. and catchy. Yeah. Well, what is this first song that you'll be showing us called? Uh, I'm going to show you this track. If you haven't heard it yet, it's called Bootleg. Bootleg. Um, I'm not going to... Well, uh, you'll figure out why it's called. the track is called Bootleg because it's kind of a remix. But I didn't want to call it a remix because <laughs> it's corn. Uh, it, it didn't seem corny for the reason why. But mm-hmm. yeah. Right on. Bootleg. All right. Well, here is Bootleg by Nabur the Tiger. Rawr. This is how I feel like in the nighttime. Always in a rush of my own mind. Niggas wanna talk that la la. I'm like, wait. Remember back then when I wasn't about fame? We're trying to get involved with the whole rap game. Cause you know back then those days weren't safe. Hash up night cause he killed the gang. When I got a rapper be a whole different thing if one man didn't have to change much fame. Huh. Yeah. Imagine they were here these days. They be looking at the new school when the ring. What the hell are these niggas saying? Trying to rap over hard ass beats. With a finger to the industry. Say allow this shit to breathe. And call it hip hop for the world to see. Huh. Yeah. Swear to God, you niggas can't see. That I'm trying to find my means. You know we all white tees. Getting died by these fucking beans. Some niggas can't handle things. Give it up like have up the speeds. Cause you know they can't handle me. Yeah. Swear to handle me. Swear to God, I'ma live my dream. Swear to God, I'ma be a king. Swear to God, it will never change. Even if you don't like me. We gon' be alright. I know we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. I know we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. I know we gon' be alright. 
niggas acting like they got bitches But they don't know they get left in stitches Trying to tempt me with all these riches well, fuck you all, I'm dipping off like the British Lyrically, I'm probably one of the most killer of these MCs Do you see what I see? Cause I've been living the dream While I got these boy bitches trying to steal all my beats Please, tell me what's behind them Ravens Eyes of a bitch if I understand So bitch, don't blow my heart Hey, yeah, that was pretty rock and roll, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, man, you know that, like, new statue that's on that's going on in like downtown the campus marshes yeah oh the cause what is up with what is that that okay i'm actually i'm actually glad you asked me yeah, about this. that's how you talk because on my twitter yeah <laughs> oh yeah bro because oh my god metro detroit got me hot as fuck because all right so if you guys don't know who causes causes is crazy like he makes like a bunch of crazy paintings he makes statues he makes a bunch of all all this shit and like he's worked with like kanye pharrell like literally a bunch of people i've like i fucked with for like years like i have a a very rare bape t-shirt a bape cause t-shirt oh nice it's like from like oh four or oh five i think i don't know it's all it was my brother's but uh it's in my room just chilling and that's like literally like a dot that's like a that's like a fucking gold mine for me nice and like you know so on twitter the uh the metro times was like oh it's weird mickey mouse yeah <laughs> a fucked up weird mickey mouse blah 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 uh in uh in campus marshes and it's giving mixed reviews from the detroiters and i'm just like getting mixed reviews from the quick and loners like bro like first of all that's art second of all fuck you like I don't give a fuck. Like, dude, like, how you just gonna be ignorant as fuck and not do your homework? Yeah. Like, don't. It's a really good fuck. It's cool. It's really neat. A bunch of, yeah, but, like, literally, like, the fact that Detroit even got one, like, that means we're fucking stepping up. Like, literally, like, a bunch of, like, I didn't think I'd see one of those until, like, I was out in L.A. for, like, a month. Low key. Because, like, I know there's a few statues in L.A. There's a few statues, I think, in Tokyo um i think new york i could be wrong i could be wrong at all these places but these are like places i've seen like in the past Mm -hmm. so um from uh pictures and whatnot but yeah i was just really glad that i saw this like i went i think i saw it wednesday night uh a few few weeks ago and um literally i it was like five in the morning and i was just like oh do you know if it's a permanent installation i think it is nice nice. so like i mean i actually i yeah i think i read something where it was like yeah it's a permanent installment to campus marshes or whatever and i was like bet that's lit that's awesome (laughs) so fuck the metro times for that one like that (laughs) that that shit was just stupid i was like shake my head that's yeah it's a damn shame oh man so you uh you have a, a big show coming up this uh this uh, Friday, right? The fifteenth. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Um, so that is gonna be at the Magic Stick. Mm-hmm. It is going. It's the Motor City Base Volume One. Uh, it's pretty much a release party for this project that has everyone that's gonna be playing and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just we're just releasing like our first ever like like I get I wouldn't I pre- it's pretty much an album. Are we charging it? I don't. Um, not really sure, but like, it has. Uh, I have uh, my one track on there with my brother called Formula. Um, I know New Sensei, Patches, Truman, Chris the Cat, Locally Grown. Everybody got their own like at least one or two tracks on there, and it's just really it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, I'm just excited to be a part of that tape. Yeah, and um, the <laughs> show is about to be lit. Uh, a lot of people have been talking to me about it. A lot of people are really hyped for my sp- set specifically because uh, I told people that I'm bringing out some homies, like my homie uh, Rob Apollo from Bleeding Hearts Club. I nice. got uh, um, what else am I doing? Uh, playing some new stuff, like very stuff that's not even going to be on Insight. Like these were, and these weren't even throwaway tracks. These are stuff that I'm writing for like the next album because mm-hmm. like I'm done with this album. Like all right, I'm just working out actually just the final details. But like yeah, I'm already like working on my new new project. Got some stuff I'm cooking up. So it's gonna be a really really fun time. If you want to pull up, it's ten dollars. Uh, if you pull up buy one, if you pull up to the stick, it's like ten dollars before the show. If you pull up at the door, it's gonna be fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy it online, ten dollars with the service fee or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's about to be probably hands down one of the wildest shows I've ever been a part of. Nice. Nice, and you uh, did you if I, I'm correct, you also opened for Joiner Lucas like a month ago or so, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did open up for Joiner Lucas. That must have been wild, man. <laughs> um, that was at the Magic Stick too. Yes, that was at the Magic Stick. Um, that show was just purely off of, like, we got booked. I got booked that day, oh, literally really? like three wow. hours before the show even wow. op- like the doors <laughs> open. Uh, I literally got my set together real quick, went down there. I lost my voice on the last track because, <laughs> um, I didn't have enough time to do a sound check and it wasn't even cause of me. It was cause the direct support literally was taking like an hour and a half with just checking his mic. Cause he was like, Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not sound right. But then he fucked up literally all the other openers <laughs> and literally no one sound checked. So like I had like. For the first like ten minutes of my set, I didn't even have a mic or sound, so like I was literally just memeing for like I was literally cracking jokes with the audience wow. like from the stage because like the sound guy was like, "Well, doors have to be open. Uh, just go on stage and say something." I'm like, "Wow, what?" I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> so I'm like, "All right." So went on stage, cracked some jokes. People fucked. <laughs> I'm like debuting the Bird of Tiger, the comedy set. So. <laughs> So I was just on the stage, just fucking around for a little bit, but uh, um, yeah. And then I got, and then like you know, eventually I got my mic, and then eventually I got my sound, and then uh, eventually I started rapping, and then uh, yeah. By the last track, a lot of people, everyone was going nuts. I was just like, yo, I'm about to smoke a, bl- go home and smoke a blood, cause I'm tired as fuck. I got one more song for y'all. My voice is kind of dying a little bit, so I might lose you guys. And everyone's like, it's all straight. 
people were going to have because I said I'm about to go home and smoke a blunt because I guess that's really revolutionary these days. <laughs> like, you know, weed smoking. Oh, you tell like, a oh crowd. Oh, my God, it's so progressive. Of, like, literally, you tell a crowd of, like, 250 people and everyone just goes nuts. I'm like, because I was straight up like, yo, oh, I got one more song, y'all. Then after this, I'm going home to smoke a blunt. And then everyone's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> smoking i'm like dude what i've never heard someone say that before and it wasn't even like like 100 people it was like 250 to like 300 people at this point like just like posted up like just like literally losing their shit because i said i'm about to smoke i'm not not even the act of smoking a blood but the fact that i just said i could be punk faking this whole time like like i just want to point that out like the fact that i just said yo I'm going to do this. Everyone was like, fuck yeah. All right. I got to find this guy. And to let everybody know, yes, I did do that. So it was like, nice. No. You did not lie. You were not punking on them. No, I wasn't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, sir. But, Man. uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, other than that, like, that show was really fun. I, yeah, I had like a bunch of fans, like, I, I, yeah, I made a lot of fans that day, low key. Like, a bunch of people were just coming up to me, giving me hugs. Nice. Someone bought me a shot. <laughs> um, what else happened? Um, people were staring at me when I was like in the patio, just chilling with like my DJ and his, uh, and our, um, assistant manager. She was like, we were all just chilling smoking a blunt and then these people were staring at me like holy shit he was just on stage <laughs> he's on stage oh my god oh my god i'm just like dude <laughs> buy a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> you got any merch um for the moment no mainly because i'm working on i'm working on it mm-hmm. um i will say i am doing an album release party in August, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give too much away about that, but there will be custom merch. Oh yeah, for a fact from the cause. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, a lot. Yeah, because a lot of people have been nagging me about the uh the Smoky Tiger logo. They're like, "Yeah, we need a T-shirt." Like, what the fuck, bro? You holding that on us? <laughs> and I'm just like, "Dude, I'm broke. Like, you got, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta spend money to make money." Yeah, I, that's true. And I'm just like, "Dude, I'm broke. I gotta do like, I gotta take care of all these expenses first before I take care of this." Like, because like that's like the last like for me that's the last thing I worry about merch. Because mm-hmm. like. Because when I get my merch money, I just spend it all again to make more merch money. And it can either go up or I can either go down. 50-50. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, and it's always been just for fun. But, um, yeah, stick season, come through and support. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's the song that you'll be actually performing a track for us right now? Okay. Um, I'm going to be performing this track called Hi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done this track a few times. Like I think tw- this will be the third time live. A lot, a lot of people actually uh, are because I did it uh, at the open mic here mm-hmm. at um, at Wayne for um, it was like all Ubi and was throwing an event, and then I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this unreleased track, and a lot of people fucked with it, and then I did the. The, then I did that same track 
at the Joyner Lucas show. That was the last track I closed out with. Oh, nice. And then everyone was going nuts to it. They were like, damn, you lost your voice, but that shit was hot. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, whatever. Here we go. So, uh, yeah, so this is uh, Hi-Fi. It's not going to make it on. Unfortunately, it didn't make the record. It was one of those tracks that uh, I just had in the vault. So uh, hope you like it. All right. Here is Hi-Fi by Number of the Tiger. Whoop, whoop. Yo, all of my folks, my name's Nabur, and I'll show you the ropes. And when I say charge, we go sneak on the lows. Hold up, wait, yo. Gotta do it, gotta move it, gotta kill it, gotta lose it, gotta show the fucking squad I'm the nigga that's gon' prove it, not a liar, not a cheater, I'm a rapper and a leader, so if you hate the fucking system, come and join a little dreamer, like fuck it, don't gotta tell your ass what's new, I've been working on the grind, trying to sharpen the loon, flow so fucking smooth, getting drunk up the tune, taking so many shots, nigga, style would lose, like yes, nigga, I am crazy, you can ask my baby, or ask the fucking world, matter of fact, as a slavey, cause niggas like me, we ain't going on a maybe, we'll take out anybody, go ahead, bring the navy, so fuck your news, and fuck your drama all of y'all should cut the karma take the o's and stretch the commas change the game and shock your mama's real shit tell me who is going to win it's just me myself and i drinking all this gin getting fucked up all the time let y'all know that it's lit cause niggas like me don't fuck around with your skin think i give a flying fuck about you and your cred nah niggas suck my dick maybe in spanish cause we ain't giving a fuck and i swear i'm about to go nuts and i always say smoking blunts and then always murdering chumps so real shit what life really ain't that fun all i see are broke niggas always trying to stunt. Like, bitch, you can't go one-on-one. So how the fuck you gonna say you on top of this love? Like, hell nah, I'm about to kill you and your clique. So be wearing that the bird's been off the shit. Like, whoa, hold the nigga away. Yeah. I think it's about time that we take a control. So we be fucking with this vibe. Go ahead, let them know that we is about to take all the hoes. Let them all know I'm that brother with soul. We gonna take over and steal the whole shit. Thanks for the love, now we all gotta go (laughs) Wow, yeah Heck yeah, man That was very very fresh Very strong Gang, gang <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, Nabur. It's always a pleasure. Of course. Thank you always for having me. You have a wonderful day. Have a good luck. Break a leg on your show this weekend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You have a good one, man. Heck yeah. Up next, we will take a brief break. And when we come back, we will be joined by Harmony Drone, electronic music enthusiast. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
welcome everybody in the world to the Michael Dupree. Welcome back, rather, <laughs> to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. <laughs> I almost, I almost started back up. Before we move into our next guest, we have a very special, brand new segment to show you guys. Emerging from the shadows, despite the price on his head by Big Fruit, Robert is here to bring you the truth with Robert's Fruit Reviews. Take it away, Robert. Today's review is the Atolfo Mango. Perhaps slightly less than half the size of a typical mango, the Atolfo is beset by many of the same problems as its larger cousin. The skin has a milder but slightly bitter taste, thus peeling it is still recommended and it has a large pit roughly in proportion to that of a sta standard mango as well. The Atolfo, however, has a richer, sweeter taste and firmer, less fibrous flesh that makes eating it more pleasant. The smaller size means you are not left holding a large dripping peel of fruit, merely a small dripping peel of fruit. C. And remember, fight the power of big fruit by shopping at your local farmer's market and by visiting my blog at robertreviewsfruit.com. Thank you, Robert. That was a very insightful information. A very insightful information. Come back to the Michael Debris Variety Hour if you want to hear more Robert's food reviews or find him at, uh, I mean, not food reviews, fruit reviews. Find him at robertsfruitreviews.blogspot.com. That's not it. What is it? <laughs> Robert Reviews Fruit. That's what it is. <laughs> He says that at the end of every segment. So if you don't remember it, then, man, you're not listening. What are you listening to podcasts for? Anyway, <laughs> we are joined by electronic music enthusiast, Harmony Drone. Hello. How's it going, Harmony? Oh, God, it's going so good. You seem, you seem nervous. I, I mean, it's just, I'm going... Like, you're the last place I'm going before I go to movement. Yes. So, uh, so, so breaking the fourth wall, since I'm going on vacation, we're recording way ahead of time. So this is actually being recorded during the movement festival. Uh, and so you are about to go there after this. Yeah, like, who knows? I think you're missing where, some of it right I, now. Yeah, but, like, my my friends are were getting all the supplies and stuff. Like, they needed a couple more hours anyways. What so. supplies are you, do you need? Um, well, we try to just gather as much food as we think we'll need for three days. Oh, well, you don't I, um, leave? We don't leave. Well, I mean, we go across the street or in basements or in, uh -huh. you know. You uh, yeah. Mm. Um, so, like, for instance, like, there's a, a Barnes & Noble right here. I bought all the cake pops. Oh. And I'm going to, like, hide them in various points in Hart Plaza for myself um, so that I have snacks and stuff. Um, so is that the only just food that you need as supplies oh i mean like like tons of drugs like like 10 times more drugs than food but they're food too oh ten yeah what kind of drugs oh i don't really try to i don't really think about that part um you just whatever yeah whatever put in my put it in around your body my friend andrew he makes little like gift packets for everyone oh, he's like nice. oh it's like 1 p.m on sunday here mm -hmm. you go and so uh but you know, there's some MDMA in there, and uh, you know, I mean, like gummies. Yeah, yeah. Some LSD gummies. LSD gummies. You know, he he's a great guide because he looks at the schedule and picks out what would be best for what DJ. So nice. Yeah, yeah. So every 
every set that you yep. see, you have a different drug. It for. is just we have little like you know those little like medicine. Uh, oh yeah, like uh, like yeah yeah for like your your, your grandmother. Yeah, like we have those um, but, for but by the, the hour. Name. Yeah, with the artist name by the hour. Yeah, like like so. Oh, it's Diplo o'clock. Like oh. here's your what, yellow what, pills. What, what's, uh, you don't know what the, you don't know what the drug is. You just know it's curated for a Diplo. Set. Yes, I I trust andrew with my life yeah so, he seems trustworthy yeah yeah he puts a lot of thought mm-hmm. into his um he calls himself a a guide yeah a movement guide a movement guide. yeah just for, he does does this for me movement he doesn't do it for any other festival oh um i mean we'll definitely i mean electric forest is another but like that's a whole different i mean electric forest is in a forest whereas movement is you know Not it's just just a, it's in a cement forest so it's a concrete jungle, a concrete jungle. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that affects uh, the drug schedule and that affects, you know, what we're going to be eating and, and where we're going to be sleeping. And so, yeah, it's a whole different program, but he does that, too. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about like some of the, the things you're most excited to see at Movement this year. Um, I'm really excited to see... Um, like different ways that people have shaved their hair (laughs) and because like you think you've seen it all, but like you, you never have. And I'm excited to discover where I'm going to wake up on Monday morning. Um, Monday morning, there's still, there's still music going on. There is, there is. And I don't know if I'm going to sleep or not, but if Mm -hmm. I do sleep, like I wake up in, in just, the most amazing of places. So um, I'm excited to see where I wake up. Uh, I'm excited to uh, be like underneath the stage because mm-hmm. we have like underneath the stage passes. People don't know that's a thing, but it is. So nice. uh, you can really feel the bass in those places. So I'm excited for for the under the stage experience. Mm. Uh, well, when I asked what you're excited for, I was specifically referring to music artists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, you know, uh, Loco Dice, huge Loco Dice fan. Really? What kind of music, Loco Dice? What kind of electronic music? Loco oh, Dice? he's like a, a um, ethereal jungle cloud mix <laughs> of house. And, I guess I'm, I'm way out of my element and, with the uh, uh, drum and genres. bass and uh, and uh, you know techno technical house techno shit. That's a yeah. Do you, techno do you know house shit. Techno house shit. Yes. Yeah. It's the say techno house shit was born in Detroit. It was. And you know, it it's it was a later uh innovation of the Belleville three, but they really <laughs> like it was actually Christmas last year they came up with it. They're wow. still they're still innovating. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh I was actually at the party where they did that. So Really? Yeah. How old are you? <laughs> I am uh twenty seven. <laughs> Do I look? I'm sorry. No, I'm not saying I, you look older, but I feel like that happened more than 27 years ago. Oh no! Like they came up with uh, techno house shit last year. Oh, you're talking about yeah, techno. yeah. Talking about techno. No, techno and that was like early 80s. Oh, yeah. I was but a glimmer in my mom's eye. Yeah, back then. Your mommy's eye. My mommy's eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, tell me about where you grew up and how you got into techno. Or electronic music. Um. Well, I you know I have a I had a really kind of normal family. I grew up in Clawson. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I grew up listening to like uh, Foreigner. Big, my parents are big Foreigner fans. Um, Steve Miller. Naturally. Uh, but in high school, um, that's when I met Andrew. He uh, took me to a rave, and uh, it was really like just the experience of the music mixed with what we were taking. It was like. You know, kind of like time traveling, like you take the drugs and then like it's two two days later and and uh, I just I really loved it. And uh, and I really like. I don't know, it, it's just really like a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. Some of the artists, some of them, I mean, <laughs> people listen to techno and they're like, what is this? It sounds like a drill going into my skull. And, yeah. and that is um, that's mostly like deep house sounds like that. But uh no, I mean you got to find your genre. You got to find your people. You got to find your your correct co- cocktail. Mm-hmm. And so drug cocktail, drug cocktail, yeah. yes. And and so I don't know. I just started hanging out with like some club kids, and uh, most of them aren't around anymore. But but Dead? Yeah. of various things, yes. Okay. But uh, I don't. I actually don't want to think about them before I go to movement um you should think about them so you can like honor their memory i mean right yeah of course uh it's just you know it's a uh, bummer it's it's a bummer and 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 sometimes these these concerts don't work out the way that you want them to and people die people disappear disappear Um, yeah people disappear uh people uh come back from a trip uh just like changed mm-hmm. and like n- not always for the better, but that is a very small percentage yeah. of the time. Most of the time, it's just good times. Totally good times. Good. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened at a festival for you? Um. Let's see. So, uh, oh, you know what? One time, I totally uh, like tripped out with Dan Gilbert. Oh yeah. At a uh, after party. And uh, You're talking about um, like Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, over. he's like a huge techno head, and mm-hmm. like really, what yeah, that? yeah. And it so we like went. Foghat kind of guy. No, no, he's really into like uh, Richie Houghton and stuff like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was actually we we bumped into each other at Richie Houghton's set, and he's like, "Hey, like, I'm having this like really small like exclusive party in the Compuware basement. Do you want to come?" Wow. And uh, it was. It was amazing. I mean, there was like full size, like life size teddy bears, and and uh, uh, there was like bathtubs full of water in case things got too intense <laughs> and you needed to like get back to like in your body. Snap back to so there was like full bathtubs full of water wow. for anyone who needed it. Well, the thing about Dan Gilbert is like he is always thinking ten steps ahead. Mm-hmm. So you know he's there. For whatever kind of experience you're having, he he can help you. So um, that was really crazy. Didn't expect to see him there. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, he's actually texting me right now. Oh, really? Yeah. What's he saying? Oh, he's just asking where I am. Oh, because he's at movement? Yeah. It's got to be tough hanging out with him in Detroit. People probably yell at him a lot. People don't really know what he looks like. Really? Yeah. Well, he, he wears, like, uh, disguises a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you guys good friends? You know, it's funny because during the year 
we do not talk at all. Oh, uh, just yeah, yeah. It's like this little pocket of friendship. And uh, other than that, you know, he's got his thing. He's like, you know, he's taking over Detroit. Yeah, he's, he's so. hostile takeover. Yeah. So what do you do? Hey, listen, that's my boy. Okay, so he would be. So, uh, what do you do um, when you're not uh, ex- like ex- uh, going? Like, what do you do? What's your day job? Oh, my day job. Um, I I clean universities. Oh, yeah. It's it, it's a really good job. I can like listen to techno the mm-hmm. whole time. So, uh, really, I'm just living for techno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just got like everybody's working for the movement festival. Basically, yeah, and like I, uh, hopefully, I apply every year to like you know be some sort of like promoter, and they have not hired me yet. No, but I'm hopeful. I'm well, really I hopeful. Hope for you. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, you um, you told me before coming on that you had an apology that you wanted to send out to somebody. Um. You wanted to use this for as a as a good forum for that, and it's not normal. We don't typically do that, but you were you were very kind enough to give me some um, LSD to pay me off. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's like hit yet, though. Are you? Oh no, it has. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. God, you're so fucking, I microdose it. You're so fucking professional. Thank Jesus. you. I, I try to keep it real. <sighs> so. Can you microdose LSD? <laughs> you can absolutely microdose LSD. You can microdose anything. That's really. how I get through janitoring. Yeah, nice. That's a verb, by For the way. Janitoring. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. did not know that. Nope. So, uh, you have the floor. Uh, let me know what, what uh, let the world know what you're trying to apologize for. <sighs> okay, so, uh, you know, I don't want to make a big thing out of it. I just, Rooney, if you're listening, last year I. I stole your backpack and I pushed you off the little cement perch that we were both standing on and I did not mean for you to break your leg and I did not mean to run away after you broke your leg. Um, I fully regret eating all the drugs in your backpack and eating all your food and not ever checking up on you and I mean this is what I'm saying like so there's a dark side to these festivals and and I don't know if you'll ever forgive me but I know that I know you're going to be front and center at Wu-Tang t- at, on Monday so like I'm going to be wearing our matching sweater what's that look like well it's um it's like rainbow Wu-Tang signs everywhere. We had a custom made. And so that's our thing. That's our thing. And like when I heard that they were doing this one, I was like, this is a sign that Rooney and I need to patch things up. And God, I'm such a bitch sometimes. I Why did you push her? Because uh, I wanted to get a better view of Derek May. And because he doesn't come out on stage a lot. Mm-hmm. And so... I got really excited and and really I think Andrew had given me some like crazy some crazy shit. I was I was really on Don't a different blame Andrew I, for your actions. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Because whatever I was on, I was on and I signed up for it. So mm-hmm. you know what? I take full responsibility. I don't know if I've ever said that before. That was very brave of you. Thank you. I really hope Rooney reaches out. I'm shaking a little oh wow yeah 
But yeah, uh, Wu Tang Monday Rooney. I mean, I, this will come out month or weeks after. So. Well, you know who the hell knows where Rooney and I will be by then. Like, hopefully, best friends again. You know, can you imagine a couple weeks from now? Like, what's even gonna the world's gonna be even, like? What is it even gonna, like? What are will we Trump gonna, do next? Are we gonna be here? Are Rooney and I gonna be friends? Will the world still exist? Will the world still exist? I don't know. Will we die a big fiery plasma death? I really don't want to introduce that into my psyche right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just, we're not, it, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to think about like fire or like Armageddon or going into movement. Are you, are, are you anything on anything right now? Uh, I'm not, I'm not. Um, the, the, uh, a couple weeks up until movement, I am just clean living. Oh, well, yeah. Cleanse. Yeah. Cleanse. Get it all out of your So system. that like every tiny little drop is just pow. Mm-hmm. I like to microdose on anesthesia. Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah. How do you mix it? I just inject it into my veins. You in, and that's microdosing? Holy just shit. tiny bits. Tiny bits. Just like a baster. Man. Just drop little bits and then... So what is the... What is that high like or what is that... Everything like? feels like a dream. It's like, you know, like you, I'm still in full function, but like it feels like I'm in a dream. Holy shit. It's pretty cool. So that's yeah. what I like to do before before going to movement festival. Do you ever, since you feel like you're in a dream, do you ever do things that you really shouldn't be doing? All the time. I host a podcast. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a stupid it's, fucking thing it's to so do. It's so stupid. It's the dumbest thing. God, you know, I was thinking about like like what would I have to be on to start a podcast? Right? And like I don't like Andrew would have to mix up something <laughs> really fucking dumbest, crazy. The dumbest, most short sighted. I way of trying to become famous. Hey, I I really dig it though. Thank you. Because I, you know this experience talking to you right now, like I I've never talked out loud about like oh I'm about to do this like and my plans for it. it's yeah. very grounding. It's very yeah. grounding. And what are you, where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself as the figurehead of movement. Oh, like um, sort of like the Gerber baby. Like the face, mm-hmm. the face of movement. Movement doesn't have any faces right now, but I Where just. Where are you from? I'm from Clausen. All oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Clausen Raver Girl, the, the the face of movement. I mean, might as well be. I mean, yeah. I once they understand that I'm really living for this. Yeah. And you've been there at least eight times. I've been there at least eight times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I mean, if they don't want a face to movement, I'll settle for like being like president <laughs> or, uh, you know, just like, uh, uh, I mean, it'd be cool to be marketing director for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got some ideas. Um, what about... steps do you plan on taking to achieve that dream? Um, well, I call Paxahow uh, most weeks. I really like. Who? Um, they're like the group that puts on movement. Okay. And um, they know me by name and, and, and I just, I apply weekly to work for them. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're all full right now. They're all full right now. Um, they only have a staff of like 10. So I'm figuring like if any of them move out of Detroit, like that's my in. That's my end. That's very true. So, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, force someone out. Yeah. Okay. Hostile takeover. I mean, you... I mean, you are friends with Dan Gilbert. Listen... He, he can give you some ideas. You... I, I mean, no offense, but you 
don't know Dan Gilbert. You don't know Dan Gilbert how I know Dan Gilbert? You know, well, I mean, yeah, you do know him better than I do. He is the gentlest soul. And I, I just think that overall, like, do you think he's doing a net positive for Detroit? Not on a personal level. When Dan Gilbert isn't on drugs, I can't speak for him. Okay. I just feel like he accidentally <laughs> owns most of the buildings in Detroit oh. now. I, that was an accident. Really? That was an accident. That was him letting his ego override. Oh, I see. What, you know, when he, I always say that Dan Gilbert is like a river when he's on drugs. <laughs> and, but he only, he only does it one weekend out of a year. And, and so, yeah, yeah, he, he's got, the man has, some, he's trying to prove things. He's trying to prove things and he's trying and, and, if he'd let me talk to him more than one weekend out of a year, I think I think Detroit would look a lot different. I I think you're right. Yeah. I think you you mellow him out probably. I do, I do. I wonder what face prosthetic he's gonna wear this year. That's people the most don't exciting part. Him. Is that the most exciting part about about seeing him? No, I mean that's a detail, but mm-hmm. he really comes up with some goofy stuff, you know. Like, I can imagine. Yeah, like. Uh, just let himself loose. Yeah, like last year he had like a Stranger Things themed face facial prosthetic. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing just what thinking do you mean? about it. Like, like, like Dustin from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. No, he looked exactly like Dustin. He had like the hair plugs and yeah. the, the gummy mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, Very people nice. didn't question it, but he probably looked like a lot of the people there. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, what's the weirdest person you've ever seen at a? At movement, um, there was this hula hooper who uh, was just screaming about uh, uh, Jay Dilla. He was actually saying he was Jay Dilla. Oh, but he wasn't. He wa- he wasn't even anywhere near the same anything as Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and he was wearing like, um, well, he had, <laughs> he was wearing stripes. He was all covered in stripes, but they were tattoos. Mm. So he was just tattooed stripes. And he was saying that he was Jay Dillon. He was hula hooping. That was a pretty crazy sight, even for movement. So What a jerk. Hey, no, he was nice. We talked afterwards. But he wasn't Jay Dilla. He wasn't Jay Dilla, but he only. You should never lie. He only thought he was Jay Dilla for like 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. That's another <sighs> thing about movement is you you can't really hold anyone accountable for anything for the ever they're doing within fifteen minutes within yeah like you, if someone's being like super weird be like okay if they're still being like this in fifteen minutes then we'll talk okay yeah that's good it's kind I, mean, of an, I think that's fair for anybody yeah right right exactly like, if this person's being weird give them fifteen minutes right. maybe they're having a, an off moment totally mm. mm-hmm. that's why first impressions don't work fifteen minute impressions that's what they say yeah mm-hmm. god someone should should like put that on a bumper sticker or something so where can people find you uh not at movement i know you work but yeah yeah uh any festivals you plan on hitting up in between oh you know uh, like i said electric forest, electric forest. Um, it's coming up that's like very soon I might try to hitch a ride to Glasgow at some point mm-hmm. because there's lots of festivals there. Um, I have friends in Sweden mm-hmm. uh, who do a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, I I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, is I don't even know where I'll be tomorrow, Michael. So oh. that's... That's a dream. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure, Harmony. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, hope to see you down there. Maybe. Front lines. Wu Tang. We'll see. see ya. <laughs> we will be back next week with even more fun, you guys. Here once again is Nabur the Tiger. Bye. Why kill all these motherfucking whack chumps and go nuts on the motherfucking track? Cuz, like, cuz you could suck up on my fat nuts while I bust all up into your facts. Cuz, feeling sick and fucking tired of your whack love. So, yeah, nigga, fuck you and your whack buzz. Like, hold up, nigga, fuck your vibes. Getting so drunk that I feel the high. Nigga, fuck you and your basic life. I'd rather pop a sand, pull a fucking suicide. Like, shit, is that you sucking mad dick? Hoping one day your track is the masses. Like, bitch, you ain't even fucking average. I went from ashy to classy to classic. Like, weed and bruise, weed and all I need is that weed and bruise, nigga. Weed and bruise, weed and bruise. All I need is that weed and bruise, nigga. Fuck the rules, nigga. Pass the sprite, hit the light, cause I'ma be out tip the night. So yeah, nigga, fuck you and your basic type. Think twice if you wanna fucking join the fight. Like weed and bruise, weed and bruise. All I need is that weed and bruise, nigga. Weed and bruise, weed and bruise. All I need is that weed and bruise, nigga. Fuck the rules, nigga. Pass the sprite, hit the light, cause I'ma be out tip the night. So yeah, nigga, fuck you and your basic hype. Think twice if you wanna fucking join the Fight excuses, fuck your swag Bitch, I'm more than just a man I done died and like Rose again Have the power of God straight in my hands so yeah, bitch, fuck you, know who I am Like Harry Potter off 50 cents Yeah, understand about the businessman Better pass the weed, nigga, pass the ham Smoking blunts, cause I'm that nigga Better run, cause I'ma fuck your sister Fuck the raps, fuck the system See why I fucking left and ditch them Fuck the haters, fuck the hoes Bitch, you know I got the soul In the mood, the fucking always trolls so yeah, nigga, here we go, nigga, here we go Slow it down, lost control Hold up, nigga, wait, he's the go Think it's time to let y'all know Nabur is out to take the show Yo Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.